Ready Check Radio. What's up, Internet? Welcome to the Relic Grind Final Fantasy 14 Square Enix Podcast brought to you by Ready Check Radio. Uh, well, FanFest is done and in the bag. We had a blast doing our cross-promotional stream with Mr. Happy, where we did a State of the Realm Relic Grind crossover. That was a lot of fun. Five of us. Tark, I know you had fun. It was Tark, myself, oh, Happy, Sly, yeah. Ethis. Go watch it. Those videos are available on YouTube. We actually did the live FanFest reactions to the keynote and live reactions to the live letter uh, on day two. You can watch both of those. Uh, but if you are just hanging out with us or listening on Spotify or on YouTube, make sure you head over to readycheckradio.com, R-A-I-D-E-O.com. In the upper right, you've got, yeah, State of the Ties. You've got all the socials there. Click, follow, subscribe, notify, get the notifications, tell your friends, help us grow our new channel here, and hang out. We do the show live every Thursday, 7 p.m. Eastern, twitch.tv slash readycheckradio. We've got chat ready to chime in on things as we go. We'd love to have you as part of them. Before we get to the news, let me introduce the co-host, Mr. What'd you guys do? The cam- Faye turned her camera off. Oh my God. <laughs> Faye turned her camera off yeah. and it moved the Discord windows around. This is Chris Montoya, AKA Tarkoth. How are you, my little pony? <laughs> Greetings programs. I'm coming to you from um, Ponyland. USA. <laughs> I'm Rainbow's leaving that on you until Faye turns her camera on. I'm, I'm just leaving it. There's no <laughs> sense in fixing it, because once she turns her camera on, they'll move again. Uh, so professionalism. You are, you are gonna be professionalism. Yeah, you are going to be a My Little Pony yes. until Faye turns her camera back on. <laughs> I, I dyed my hair. I, you know, I just wanted to... And that this is, is going to be the new costume <laughs> in 14, so I'm giving you a preview. <laughs> that's a re- that's the Reaper is. class, dude. That is the right. Reaper yeah. class. Yeah. It has been... Yeah. Yeah. It has been revealed. Its idle, it's idle uh, motion is the dab, so there we go. Also on the line, Mr. Adam Lane, a.k.a. Kronos. What's up, sir? You actually look like yourself still. <laughs> yeah, I'm not a pony yet. Uh, <laughs> no, I'm, I'm, I'm excited because this is the first time I actually get to talk to you guys about it. Yeah, you weren't I able to make the out. crossover yeah. event. You weren't able yeah. to make it. So, But you did watch. Oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah, you were... On the, on your phone, watching all kinds of stuff. Blizz and Artie, thank you so much for the follows, by the way. Normally, I give applause and disco lights behind me for follows. I'll give you the lights. Woo! For both of your follows, I much appreciate it. But in the interest of the recording, I'll give you the applause after the show. Thank you so much for the follows. Much appreciated. So, gentlemen, I, I kind of struggled a little bit. Um, well, I mean, gentlemen and pony. I kind of struggled a little bit putting the show notes together uh, on ordering things, right? Because the things that are important to me might not be the most important to you. And so for the most part, I just took like the biggest to smallest. uh, So in in that kind of order, not in order of importance. I also kind of struggled because if you watch day two, uh, particularly the closing 15 minutes-ish, things got a little emotional in the uh, in yeah. the live letter uh, with Sokin making uh, his announcement at the, the end of the show there. And I didn't want to skip that, uh, but I kind of struggled with where to put it, right? Because I didn't want to end the show on that note. 
Uh, so we're going to talk about that first, even though chronologically it happened dead last. Uh, that way we can use the rest of the show, you know, in a good, good vibes going forward. Okay. Yeah. So unfortunately, we did find out at the end of the fan fest, just in the closing few minutes, that uh, composer, awesome composer, Masayoshi Soken, uh, battled cancer last year. Uh, and nobody knew with the exception of a very tight-knit circle within uh, Square Enix uh, that obviously included Yoshi P, uh, included CEO, and included the HR department. But even the dev team was very surprised to find this out. Uh, he has been battling cancer since right, basically right before COVID, like, Mar well, before it got very, very out of control, particularly here in the States. Uh, in March of 2020 and made arrangements working with Yoshi P and HR of Square Enix to work from the hospital that he was at while receiving chemo for a few reasons. Uh, one was to keep his mind busy, to have something to do and focus on. Uh, and the other was, as he pointed out, like for the fans, like the comments that he kept getting and that gave him strength to, to overcome all this. Unfortunately, if you think back, he went in right as COVID was really ramping up. So yeah. being able to have visitors was a non-starter, right? Nope, not, not gonna happen, uh, particularly in, in chemotherapy. He was in the hospital and he said, um, chemotherapy was incredibly exhausted, exhausting. But when I finished To The Edge, which released with patch 5.3, seeing the players' reactions from all over the world is what gave me strength. All of your comments and love resonated in my heart and brought me back. It made me realize games can really heal someone. I will continue to give it my all to create great games for everyone. So yeah, absolutely amazing uh, story. Now, this does have a good ending at least you know so far good news that he is almost in full remission as of now so he was able to attend fan fest and able to do all that stuff and able to <laughs> play lahi live which <laughs> was which an awesome which was awesome and an experience but uh yoshi p adam got incredibly emotional during this not only because he re references uh, soken as being his best friend but also because now like the secret got out and he felt bad that he was hiding this from the dev team the whole time. Yeah, I mean, I teared up. I, I, it was hard if you yeah. like watch that to not feel that way. Yeah. I think especially it's like, like the music was timed yeah. perfectly behind him. Mm -hmm. Like, I don't think they went that far. I think it was just was coincidence, but yeah. Man, like the the Final Fantasy music started queuing up right at the the moment that he was, it was yeah. Honestly, like uh, I was fine until Yoshi P started crying. I think, and then that's when like it like kind of hit me. But this man made to the edge in a hospital bed. Just want to point that out. <laughs> right. Like, I mean, that's probably like one of my favorite tracks that he's ever done, and he wrote it from a hospital bed. Or he composed it from a hospital bed. <laughs> like, dude's a. He's a warrior, man. Legit. Musical uh, legend. Yeah. I mean, at this point, like, I used to, like, I'm a huge Nobuo fan, right? Like, I grew up oh, on that. 100%. And, like, I never, oh, yeah, thought, yeah, yeah. never thought anybody would come close to that. And, and Soken's, like, right there. 
like with him, like right beside him, basically in my eyes. So says a lot. Yeah. And I... like the fact that he did all this while he had cancer, like I, and he basically did it for the community. I mean, that's kind of like why he said he wanted to like make sure everybody was happy. So unbelievable. Faye, are you still in chat? For God's sakes. <laughs> She's... The pony thing is going to keep up. Faye, come on. <laughs> now I got to get the pony's opinions on Soka. Go go ahead, pony. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> this is ridiculous. Um, yeah, definitely welled up with a, a lot of emotion for this. I'm sorry, I was getting ready for street. There Turn she your is. damn camera on, please. Okay. <laughs> I'm sorry. I don't know what happened. It restarted. What happened? Introducing hey, Faye, the there true he is. Hi. Yay. We made it. All right. Thank you, Faye. You can go away now. <laughs> thank you. Thank you. Bad Discord. <laughs> All right. Go, go ahead, Tark. Um. I, I had to kind of shut it off because seeing Yoshi P tear up, um, you know, I, I'm missing my family right now. Um, so seeing this really drives home that this division of Square Enix is a true family. They really are watching out for each other, supporting each other. Um, normally, no one's going to even allow you to work from your hospital bed. It's just not going to be a thing. So the fact that they let him do that... Um, and he provided such great music for us as just tribute to the strength of him and his family. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, uh, there's nothing more that can really be said there. Just uh, obviously our well wishes and good vibes to, to soak and family, friends, Square Enix staff, and including the writers who kind of were like, wait a minute, wait a minute, wait a minute. I feel really bad now. <laughs> Because I was sending you like one minute and half second and two second corrections to the music for the cutscene, not knowing you're sitting in a hospital bed doing this stuff. So, yeah. Unfortunately, a little more bad news, then we'll get to the good stuff. Uh, you've probably noticed if you've been in game today, a lot of servers, particularly uh, Mateus and Balmung, have players gathering Enmos in their Black Knight gear. Uh, to commemorate the passing of Kentaro Miura, who uh, obviously behind the uh, Berserk, uh, cr uh, created Berserk, heavily influences a lot of stuff. If you have no idea what I'm talking about, go check it out. Go check out Berserk because, uh, yeah, influences things from Batman to Final Fantasy to, to just you name it, there are influences there, uh, whether you know it or not. So Dark Knight's... Uh, getting their Black Knight gear out and and throwing it on in Ulda to uh, just pay a little respect. 54, Adam, 54. First, uh, unexpected burst aorta. Yeah. yeah. That's too young. It scares me, dude. I'm getting older, like, not old, old, but, like, getting up there. And stuff like that always scares me. Sucks. Gotta take care. Gotta take care. I mean, the, mm, unfortunately, yeah. still things like this happen. Like, you, you just yeah, don't expect just them. You never know. Hug them a little nowhere. closer and tell them you love them. You know how it is. Yeah. Because you might not get the chance tomorrow type deal. Okay. Now let's get to the FanFest stuff. And we'll rebound from, from some somber news into some good stuff. We're going to start with Kronos because Tark and I got the chance to do this. Kronos did not get the chance to do this. 
What did you think of the trailer, Big Daddy? What do you what do you think? I mean, it was awesome, I thought. Um I loved everything. I mean, you know, we had seen probably like maybe about a third of it based on like the trailer before. Uh the like the new song to me. I've seen like some people that are kind of iffy on it. I love it. I like that it like includes tracks from like st- like all the expansions. It kind of like weaves them in, which I think is awesome. Mm-hmm. Um you know, we get to see some characters, uh, some we've never seen before, some areas that, like, have basically been in the game we just have never seen or actually yep. shown. Uh, yeah, and I mean, and then you finally get to see Zeno pick up the scythe. So, I mean, yeah, I loved every minute of it. I've watched it probably, like, a hundred yeah. times. Derp, Derp, <laughs> so. Speaking of getting older, Derp Lander looking uh, quite a bit older and, and more for wear. Uh, obviously, he's had a lot happen. <laughs> since we saw Derp Lander on the version one box um, now now all these years later. A tremendous track. I agree. I This track might be one of my favorites, actually. And I am a... The number one track is Answers. Everything else will be judged by Answers. Uh, that's me. That's, that, that's this, a fair standard, though. <laughs> this comes in a very, very close second. And that's only with 100 viewings, with a few hundred more. That might change. I'm not saying it will, but it could. Uh, Tark, were you still as gung-ho about this trailer after the 100th viewing this week? I'm sure you've been watching it over and over. Many of us have, uh, as you were in the live show. I, I might be in the 200 range. I think I showed everyone at, at my job. Like, <laughs> guys, have you seen this trailer? Look, here's my phone. Watch. Um, <laughs> Even people that were like, what are you showing? I have no idea what this exactly. is. What is a Final I'm Fantasy? Get... <laughs> I'm trying to increase that um, online presence that boosts, you know, Final Fantasy's numbers. <laughs> have uh, you heard? Critically pictures. acclaimed, et cetera, et cetera, <laughs> et cetera. <laughs> now has a level 60 trial of free. You know, you can play as much as you want. It's great. Um, but the trailer was amazing. Vertra and Asinian was my high point. That was just that was amazing. Astinian looks badass. Yeah. Vertra's yeah. awesome. We do see some just basic new monster models too, which I always like seeing that too. Uh, not like new colored monsters, like totally different new monster models as we head into the expansion. Now, Kronos, you mentioned a little bit of mystery. And actually, I thought there wasn't a lot in this one. Um, you, We got a tease of basically everywhere we're going to go. Uh, and But we already knew all that stuff. You know, we knew it was just placement now. And these were places we've known have existed for a long time. We've just never been able to go there as players. So even the locations themselves and their names weren't a mystery to us. Um, yeah, seeing another of the first brood uh, in the, the dragons is nice, but we knew of this dragon. We just hadn't seen it in game. Seeing the scythe was nice, but we expected it. But we did get one, I would argue, one piece of mystery in this badass trailer. But even then, might not be a mystery for many of us. I don't think it's a mystery for anybody on this panel. It wasn't a mystery when we did the live show to any of the five of us. We pegged it right away. But we did get this character here, who was just kind of described later as the white-haired man. Because not, not everybody knows who this probably is. And I guess we should say probably, right? I'm sure there's a chance, I guess, it I, could be somebody High probability. Yeah. Very high. Yeah, yeah. 95%. Yeah, <laughs> it's like a 99%er, Kronos. Who are we looking at here? I mean, it's the twin's dad. Yeah. Uh, his name escapes right now. I think it starts with an F. 
Um, Portional Leveleur. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, he's he's like Alpha No and Ali Say's dad, um, who's like basically been in Charlian the whole time because they're like a neutral state. They're very standoffish. So they don't really. Yeah. So like the whole scene where Yastola comes in, it's basically the way I took it. The way I'm sure everybody took it is she's trying to get them off the sidelines, essentially get his ass up. So they fight yep. for, with them. Which um, we've kind so of be... already we've already seen that in game, right? Yeah. That yep. process has started. Yishtola, uh, I believe in in what we've done in five five so far on that front. Yishtola has said that's where she's going to go. Like we haven't yeah. seen her actually get there or any of this conversation stuff. But heading into the second part of five five, we already have in game Yishtola leaving to go talk to uh, Charlayans. Yeah, I'm, well, I'm surprised. Cryo left, right? I thought it was Cryo that left. Oh, Cryo, Cryo, I think, Cryo. I think yeah, it was right. Cryo, yeah. yeah. yeah it's Cryo, my bad, my bad. Um, I'm, I'm surprised they won't just say who it is, though. I don't know. It's, it, I, I don't really think it's shrouded in much mystery. <laughs> like, it, his photo is in the lore book. Yeah, it's in the yeah, Encyclopedia Eorzea. Like, um, but I, I am interested to see, like, the dynamic between him and the Scions and his kids. I think that's going to be kind of interesting to see how that works out. Oh, yeah. Maybe in not, a not-so-good way. So now here's something uh, I don't remember this off the top of my head, and I haven't opened the uh, encyclopedia Orzia. Is this Louis Swa's son, or is Louis Swa mom's father? I don't quite remember off the top of my head. I'm not 100 percent on that, but I believe it's his son. That I don't know for sure. Yeah, I'm not. I'm I have not to, sure I'll have to look it up. I mean, I have I have it right behind uh, me. I'll do it as soon as the show's over. Yeah. This is son of Louis Swa. Son of okay, so yeah, so Louis Swa is paternal grandfather. Okay. I couldn't remember off the top of my head. It's been yeah. a while since we've seen the Louis Swa. Been a while since we've yeah. seen the yeah. Louis Swa. I mean, it'll be interesting because, like, yeah, I mean, he's chosen not to fight, but everyone else in his family is fighting. Yeah. So it's like, you know. Yep. Uh, obviously, we go from the trailer, and if we're going in kind of big to small order news, there was no bigger news after the initial trailer than the Reaper reveal. Which looks amazing. I'm not a huge fan of melee classes. Like, if you watch me in any MMO, it's generally ranged magic users or ranged users of some type, even yeah. if it's physical DPS. Uh, I like the ranged game. I will tank. I will heal. Obviously, I main a tank in World of Warcraft. But when I do DPS, I generally don't do a lot of melee DPS classes. This one does have me interested. This does have me interested. Now... Will that stay? I, I don't know, because I could see this very much being like Dragoon for me, except I'm a little more interested in this class than I am Dragoon uh, because of the like necromancy aspects. You know me and black mages and dark mages and necromancers and, and that. So this kind of fits a little more, but I don't know if I'm going to like the play style because I generally am just, oh, okay, Dragoon. Yeah, that's fun. All right, let's hop back over to Red Mage. Uh, but Tark, you made the joke during the live stream of, well, shit, got to let the raid team know I'm not healing anymore. Like, so was it that good for you? Are you that interested in it that this could, in some parallel universe or 10% chance, become the new Tark main? No, it's not going to be the new Tark main. Um, mainly because I play in PS5 and I don't have full access to DPS meters. Like, I can go off my raid teams numbers after they post it but i don't have any uh real-time information on how i'm doing but it, playing any sort of dps i mean that can't be hard me. though you just get a buddy in your raid group to to sure. whisper it to you or whatever <laughs> 
Yeah, I don't have friends like that. Anyways. Um, <laughs> He's like, I don't have friends effects. like that. They would just <laughs> kick me from the group first. <laughs> the spell effects um, are what dazzled me. Um, the big blues, then you merge together with your, your Reaper pal, and uh, you go into the reds, and yep. it looks like a cool buff state. Um, I'm wondering if there's going to be any utility, maybe sort of like uh, drain mechanics, and you help heal the party with your your damage, maybe. Um but we'll see. We you know we won't don't know anything about what it can do. Just the pretty pretty lights. Yeah, and that's a big question, Kronos. Like, what's the resource management going to be like here? Will it play more like monk or more like dragoon? We would assume dragoon based on sharing the same skill uh, or the same uh, gear class uh, as dragoon. But as far as resource management, we don't know. We can tell that there's a stand mode uh, going on with this. They referenced you know being possessed uh, by you know, whatever you're pulling from the void here. I think Dreams in chat is right. It does bear a striking, res striking resemblance to Sorcerers in Black Desert Online. Uh, I could see that. I could see that. That's fair. So there is a lot that we don't know here, Kronos, which I guess we got to take into consideration when we decide, are we going to play this rather than just that looks fancy and colorful. I want to play it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, every trailer they release looks great, for, at least in my opinion, for the most part. Um, so, like, this is no different than that. It looks awesome. My grade group also was like, I guess we're taking four Reapers. Like, that was, <laughs> that was the joke. Uh, and everybody's going to sub it. So, like, good luck winning the scythe, like, as the second weapon drop in our raid. Um, I mean, it's not, I'm not going to be playing this probably out the gate. I, I, I highly doubt it. I'm still going to be healing. I also want to do the story when the uh, expansion drops. And so, if you do this, you yeah. have to kind of. 10, your 10 levels back. Right, because you got to um, start at level 70 when everybody mm -hmm. else will have their 80 level caps run into 90 on day one. Or day negative um, three, depending on... What, <laughs> right, everybody's going to be on day negative three. <laughs> right. Uh, but uh, he, the way he described it, basically, is like how you would describe any job in this game. So we, again, we have like other than like the pretty lights, we don't know too much. I'm more excited to see the job action trailer, which we probably won't get for like at least another five months. So yeah. when that comes out, yeah, I'll get a better idea. So Yeah, and we're going to talk about timing a little later when we get to the actual release date uh, and the collector set and all that stuff because uh, I'm interested in your feedback there. Um, I think many of you probably know my feeling on it. I don't like this timeline, uh, but we'll see what you guys think later. Uh, definitely hit the the high notes early. In, in the keynote, and it didn't stop there. Uh, but before you move on, though, yeah, before you Go move ahead. on, this is this is amazing artwork. Yes, it is. Come on, yes, it is. I love it. <laughs> this job is the love child between these two incredible humans. It's very, very beautiful. Whose is that? Give some credit. I don't know. Oh, I found it on Jesus. Twitter. Jesus, you just throw <laughs> artwork just on the show. Oh my God, I'm such a horrible person. And then I'll you don't it. credit. I'll you find know it. the way I'll I treat it. artists. You can't yep. do yep. that. I'll find it. <sighs> what a butt face. What a butt. <laughs> You're an EverQuest, man. You're an EverQuest. He gets his it. setup all done like Zista. Now he's, he, he's, he forgets how to actually toss credit and around. Then Faye threw me all off because I was a pony. I was feeling pretty oh. for a while. He and was then... like, look, I'm Zista, except on Relic Grind. Oh, I'm a pony. Yay. I'm a pony. I don't have a Cheeseman, so. <sighs> yeah, please find out who that is. Um, uh, like to give some credit there. All right. So we had the big announcements at the beginning, but 
it kind of tapers in the middle if you watch the keynote because obviously they hit the as you all know you know they've got to hit the 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 stuff that they have already hit for those that maybe for some reason had missed previous uh, presentations but they did circle back at the end and have what i thought for me was the biggest surprise moment i had already said on this show i thought it was going to be a scythe and in fact had said reaper uh could would uh, possibly be the exact name of it if they didn't want to use necromancer or death anything or whatever um I'm not alone. Many said that, by the way. I'm not tooting my own horn. Uh, but as far as surprises, at the end of the keynote speech was when we got this little trailer. And I thought when it queued up, they were going to show that Vieira could now wear hats. <laughs> I thought That's exactly it was gonna, where I was going. I with thought it. they were going to show a Vieira putting on a bunch of gear, camera pans up, and they go boom, and they put on a hat you know, and they walk away. And so shut up. You guys have your helms now. You're good. Go away. We're working on Rothgar. And then all of a sudden, the curveball gets thrown in here, Kronos, on male bunnies. Now, Vieira won't just be female. You can be a male Vieira. And that'll be at 6.0. Rothgar will eventually add female abilities instead of just male. That's not coming in 6.0. That'll be further down the road, but they did confirm that was coming. And I got to say, I didn't see it coming. I did not see this coming, Kronos. Did you? No. It, the only reason I say it's not my biggest surprise is because this was like on my radar and the other thing really wasn't. Um, I, I, I didn't expect it to happen. It was like a very rare chance that I thought this would happen because he said so many times that they're not going to do it. Yeah. Uh, but it was definitely like something that I saw other people like putting on their bingo cards, essentially. Um, and it probably would have been on mine if I had made one just as like a kind of like a reach, not as like something that I for sure thought was going to happen. So I was definitely super surprised. Um, I might switch to this race. Really? Honestly. Yeah, which will be the first oh. time I've switched races since uh, 2.1. Yeah, 2.1, I think. Wow. Yeah. Wow. Why? 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 I don't know. I just, I just think they look cool. I've been a Lollafell for a long time. I so. honestly did not Sorry think they were going to do this. and uh, Yeah, no, me neither. I mean, we've seen in games where they gender lock classes and they throw it some behind some stupid lore reason. Really, it meant that, that he didn't want to develop it. But this legitimately, when they added Viera, there is lore from Final Fantasy twelve <laughs> that says this is why you only really see the females out and about in Civilization and they took the race and put it in here. So it was like, it made total sense to me. It was one of those, everybody else might say it's a lore reason, but it's because they didn't feel like developing it. Here, this actually was a lore reason. You took a, re a, a race from another game that you, it wasn't a game where you create a character and there was lore established on why you only saw females out and about for uh, the most part. I, so I didn't, there was no reason to do it besides people bitching. So I guess if you complain enough, Tark, you can change the lore of Final Fantasy twelve all these years later. <laughs> well, I mean, okay, so yeah, you could. I mean, you're not changing the lore of twelve. Yeah, they're, they're borrowing from it, but twelve is still twelve. You're not changing anything about twelve. You're not. To be to be fair, we have another race that's just as was supposed to be lore, just as rare, which is like one of the male cat boys. I think it's like the seeker of the something. 
Um, and I think in lore, they're supposed to be like, it's like the same idea. They basically took that from 12. Yeah. And we're allowed to play those. So it doesn't shock me that we're allowed. I don't think they're really going to change the lore. They're just going to be like, no, oh, I guess I'm, people obviously can play I'm being it now. facetious on that side. Come on, yeah, guys. Yeah. No, I know, I know. I'm just, I'm so just literal. So literal today. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I, honestly, that was my biggest surprise to, to me. Kronos, you alluded to a bigger surprise for you. Let's go ahead and, and kind of lump that here then and put it there. Uh, yeah, for, for me, it was the uh, Oceana server. Um, I mean, I'm, it doesn't affect me because I'm not going to play on there, but I mean, there's like, I, I know people that play on the North American servers that are from like Australia and New Zealand. Um, I've played with a few. Um, and they've been playing on like our servers and like Asian servers for a long time. So I was just assuming that would never happen. And I don't even think it was anything anybody even like remotely guessed. Um, so when I saw that, that was pretty cool. And I'm excited for all those people, even though it doesn't affect me. But to me, that was the biggest surprise. Yeah, Ethis had quite the reaction, Tark. Oh, yeah. And while it wasn't the biggest, um, it was definitely the best surprise. And I feel so happy for that entire community, hundreds of thousands of players. Uh, that now get their own data center. It can have some latency that I experienced from back in Realm Reborn and PS3. They've been dealing with it for eight years, so I am so excited for all of them. It is amazing. It's uh, it's excellent news. It's absolutely excellent, excellent news. And so we'll uh, we'll lump it up here in the surprises part of the show rather than where I had it in the in the show notes. Uh, after. The reveal of Reaper and some additional details. We got a little bit of a peek at some of the zones, and obviously I'm not going to take you through every picture or everything, but I did bring you one. You, you came to watch the show, so I brought you a picture of each of the zones. Uh, not all of them, though. There are plenty more available. Go check out the official page or the, the YouTube page that has all of the videos and, and watch FanFest if you haven't watched it. Uh, so first up, let's take a look at Labyrinthos. Labyrinthos however you want to pronounce it. Um, we're not here to judge. Now, we got kind of a tease that this place, Kronos, is uh, uh, a little bit special in its location. Um, and you can kind of get an idea of why if you take a look at the screenshot that I picked for this one, because we've kind of got artificial sunlight under a dome, so we are under something, maybe underground. Uh, maybe somewhere else. I know some people were putting that this was going to be underground on the moon. I don't think that's where this is. Uh, I think this is somewhere else. But uh, very, very beautiful zone. What do you think, Kronos, as this got revealed to us? Yeah, I thought it was pretty cool. I'm with you. I don't I don't think this is on the moon. Um, no, I don't think so. You know, I, there's a lot of Final Fantasy IV vibes in this expansion, and, and that uh, also had, like, an underground area as yep. well. Um, and that's where... You get like an airship, so I could possibly see this as no, like this is how Sid, we're going. Sid, yeah. No. Oh wait, he lived. <laughs> like, okay, never mind. Never mind. Everybody lives. Yeah. Everybody lives. Four. Uh, but yeah, this could be like where we go to get like how we're gonna get to the moon. I can see that. But I, yeah, I'm with you. I don't think it's on the moon. But I think it looks. Yeah, beautiful zone, Tark. Beautiful zone. They figured out vegetation uh, under artificial sunlight. Pretty, Looks good. Yeah, uh, pretty advanced technology. Here we go. I mean, this would be advanced technology and or magic, so kind of limits potentially in Aorzea where you would find this uh, or people capable of of this type of magic slash tech slash research. So 
I mean, uh, I think we all agree that this is probably the Charlayans bunker, right? Yeah. End of the world. They're all going to come down yep. here and. Yeah. Goddamn Switzerland, I swear. Yep. <laughs> get in the fight. <laughs> but we also did get a look at the moon, in fact. Here we go. Take a peek at, take a peek at this there. Mare Lamentorum. Mm. Looks spicy. Looks spicy. I love that we can see the planet in, in full bloom there. That's awesome. Like, you would think that, like, all of us, we're, we're grown men, and we're like, oh, you're going to take your story to the moon. How original, <laughs> right? But they were like, we're going to the moon, and 40-year-olds were like, yay, we're going to the Damn moon. Skippy. <laughs> hey, dude, they perfectly timed it, dude. 2021, going to the moon. Yeah, <laughs> They didn't know, but it was like, they did it. Get in on Dogecoin, apparently. Get in on Dogecoin. <laughs> Yoshi P wants you to get in on the Doge. <laughs> uh, oh, we also did get uh, the Beast Tribe, one of the Beast Tribes in the expansion shown off here, too. Uh, the Loporits, or Loporits. Uh, yeah, yeah they're, the, they're, they're the Wares that were in Final Fantasy yeah. IV. I made the joke before it was actually revealed that this was the the new male Viara. So congratulations, everyone! <laughs> and then you know, you later, what you they wanted. went ahead and revealed the and male Viara. <laughs> yeah, and I was like, and you're oh, like, okay, well, that didn't age well. Shit. <laughs> <laughs> that joke was badly timed. Uh, old Charlayan, um will be headed there uh, to see Papa Levio. I love this Aetherite. I love this. Aetherite. So cool. Oh yeah, the whole water aesthetic the flowing up from and the big drop in the middle. Somebody in uh, Happy's chat when we were doing this live, Kronos, when they were they were showing the <laughs> these screenshots of Shar, mm. they said uh, they said, ah, yeah, finally I get my large woman pouring water fountain fix. Because <laughs> if you think <laughs> about that, that is in like every MMORPG somewhere, some big That's stone true. woman pouring yeah. water uh, as a fountain. I think it looks sweet. This is probably my favorite looking area they showed. Why? So I think it looks awesome. I don't know. I just like the aesthetic of the town. I think it looks really cool. Got a, um, got it, a pure aesthetic to it. Yeah. I like it. And then, you know, when you go deeper, in, it's like a big ass library, essentially. Yeah. Um, it looks really cool to me. So Spirals occurring basically everywhere. Mm -hmm. This definitely has the Idleshire vibe, too. They kind of, or I guess oh, yeah. Idleshire has the Charlayan vibe to, mm -hmm. to be more lore accurate, right? Sure. Uh, yeah. But Absolutely. definitely translated to me what seemed like a nice um, a nice zone in Idleshire into, wow, this was nothing compared to the architecture that inspired it. And that's not exactly easy to do in a game, Tark, is to make one place look inspired by another rather than it's a smaller version or a slightly different version of the original. I think they, from what we've seen, and a granted, that's limited, uh, I think they did. They they did a really nice job with this. Yeah, that's very aesthetically pleasing. Uh, I want to visit it, and clearly, you know, this being what the fifth or sixth starting city that we're supposed to have. Um, <laughs> right. They nailed it. Uh, yeah, that was an interesting little tidbit, by the way, saying that in the original 1.0, there were supposed to be six starting cities. Kronos. That was a a weird tidbit. Uh, of course, ended up with three, and I kind of thought mm -hmm. back, and I was like. Wow, that's just terrible design. Like six starting cities. You either you either have them so close together that it really doesn't matter that you had six starting cities, 
or you have them as far apart as they should be to be starting cities, in which case, if classes start in any of these six, everybody is so far away from each other until very, very late in the game. Like, could you imagine if this game would have launched with six starting cities? No. Especially well, since I didn't, I didn't know you could teleport for about the first month <laughs> I played the game. Oh, my so, goodness. Well, that's because they tried to make airships a thing. Yeah. <laughs> well, they're also trying to rip from WoW. I mean, WoW had six starting cities. So they were trying to emulate that. Right, but WoW did it WoW did it a bit differently. They did six starting cities, but two capital mm -hmm. cities. True. So, like, you had Ironforge, like, on the Alliance side. You had a uh, Ironforge, you had Stormwind, and um, I can't, what's the third one? I can't remember off the top of my head. Um, damn druids, damn forest peoples, the elves. Right. Uh, anyway, somebody in chat will give it to me. Not Darnassus or something like that? No, no, it's not Darnassus. Uh, is it Darnassus? Yeah, I think it is Darnassus. You're right. Um, but then you ha the Stormwind was the Alliance capital city. Mm -hmm. So a little bit, I, and I guess they could have done that, but then that wouldn't play into the whole three-faction thing that they had planned with, you know, uh, the, the, grand the, companies. the Maelstrom and, yeah, all the grand companies. So I don't know. That's just bizarre to me. Not to mention that there were 900 other things that were bizarre to me about version 1.0. So I guess, Kronos, this just kind of fits the bill for it was yeah. poorly planned anyway. Thank God they didn't do it. Right. I think Yoshi even said that yeah. at one point. Yeah. He was they like, there's no way we would have been able to make 2.0. <laughs> yeah, there was no time. They had to do all these pots and barrels. I mean, come on. There's no yeah. time to do yeah. three towns. Those pixels, those uh, all those polygons, they add up. Add up. Uh, we also got additional tours of uh, the minor cities, Thavnir, uh, Razdathan, uh, and a dungeon fly-through, which I wish I could turn the audio Ooh. on on this without getting copyright struck because it ran the, a variation of the Golbez theme from Final Fantasy IV, one of my favorite pieces of Final Fantasy music. Not only did the, the dungeons look tremendous, but the music was incredible. I would have liked, like, Kronos, maybe a little sneak peek at a boss, like, just sitting somewhere. Doesn't have to be fighting or anything, but the fly-through was nice. The fly-through was nice. Do you think the train was maybe, like, a little bit of a hit at a boss? I don't know. Like, I mm. I can't... That would be weird, though, wouldn't it? Don't you think, like... It would. It's so four-inspired yeah. that to throw that random six reference yeah. in there, I think, would be a bit odd. Yeah. I Well, yeah. Well, yeah I was thinking more Doom Train, like Final Fantasy VIII, because they haven't done that yet. But, uh... Right. It's the same thing. It's Phantom Train, Doom Train. Eh, what's the difference, really? Yeah. Doom um, Train, Glassy Labolas, whatever. Yeah. It, yeah, I, I think it's probably more likely just like a train graveyard type dungeon, which I think they've already kind of said that's what it is. And it's not even really like... Maybe it's a boss in there, maybe not. Um, it's hard to say. It's probably like in Garlemald somewhere, I'm assuming. They look cool, but yeah, I would have liked to have seen a boss. But I'm sure we're going to get like a video again probably like five months from now that actually like shows some bosses, but it's going to be a bit... Yeah, so. we got we got quite a wait, quite a wait, Tark, but the music was well worth it. The music was well worth it. Yes, um, the themes of Final Fantasy IV, which is my favorite Final Fantasy of all time. Really? That's it your was number my first one? one? Yep, number one. I always put it up there, you know, six right behind it, um, then seven, then 14. Wow, you put but seven they're all, third? They're all top That's there. unusual for a lot of Final Fantasy folks, putting seven in third. 
I, I always hear that in I'm, like I'm, one or two. Like it, t- typically that's one or two. And typically okay. for most people, first, so. it's seven, then six or six, then seven, then the rest. Yeah, <laughs> yeah I hear you. Yeah, but my favorites, four, six, seven, wow. 14. Yeah, you are um, a bit unique, a bit unique. Four is in my top I, three, but it's not number one. Six is my number one. Fair enough. Six is amazing. Uh, but four being my first one, the the nostalgia of renting that cartridge over and over and over, playing this until it was beaten. It just, I, I'm loving this expansion just from what we've gotten and all the themes running through it. The music, oh god, yes, the music. Yeah. Um, just makes me. Golbez is one of my oh, top bad Bez. guys. Top bad yep, guys. Absolutely. And I will say, please, Target, please pop- into four fiends, dude. The What's four that? fiends would the four fiends would be so sick. Oh, if they they have to, right? I mean, I that, and I hope the I one hope none dungeon, of them are relegated to a dungeon. I think they're going to be. Um, I think so too. I think they're going to be relegated to the one dungeon. You get kind of a sneak peek in here, and it looks oh, like there's multiple. Biomes. You think they're all going to be relegated to a dungeon? I think they're all, all going to be relegated to a dungeon. Uh, I think they're using the Magus oh, sisters bad. for for trials. Um, okay. We got Magus sisters for the first trial, and then you got Anima. Right. I, I mean, don't, we already so know I'm, those. I'm of a different yeah. mind, but I don't think Magus sisters is a trial at all, or a dungeon boss. Oh, what do you think it is? The, We're going to talk like, about Magus the, sisters in a second here, by the way. Yeah, just the way he described them made me think that there's something different altogether because if they were a trial i feel like they would have shown something and like i don't it's just like the words they use when they describe the maga sisters it makes me think they're going to be more like an npc that like is important no. as opposed to something that we're going to fight That's but i could go- be it's got to be a fight i it hope so i hope a it's a fight, fight i would be a little disappointed if it isn't but i don't know just the way he said it made me think that they're not a fight I don't think you could put them like across multiple. I mean, I'd be okay with them being trials throughout the six series, but I just don't think that they would extend the all the four references that they're putting in the end of the story for the Heidelin Zodiac storyline. I don't think it makes sense to make the trials that are meant to be part of completing that spread out through the dot the six dot series. I don't know. I think this dungeon that has multiple biomes is is kind I, I of see, likely. Yeah, I could see them being like they're like the the bosses in a dungeon. I could right. see that for sure. I I do really think they're not a trial though. I don't think they're a I trial think, either. Because I think if they had been like a trial, we would have seen something. Like Anima was literally introduced as a trial fight, right? Yeah. Even though yeah. it was just art, he didn't say that about the Naga sisters. And like I've said this like a hundred times on here, that he's deliberate. Everything, every word the man says is deliberate, and um, I just they might maybe you're right. Like maybe they're a dungeon boss. Maybe I'm overthinking past that, and they're just like one dungeon, three bosses in succession. Uh, but I don't think they're a trial. I don't either. So you think they're more of a trial material there, Tark? I want them to be you got two <laughs> tanks, and, and then you got the third one just kind of doing their own thing. So yeah, please, please, thank you. And then Extreme when we hit 90? Yeah, Yeah, I just don't think you spread those characters out over the 6.0 series. I don't know. Maybe I'm wrong. Maybe I'm wrong. That's where the Four Fiends would be Yeah, that's what I think, too. I'm with him on that one. Like, I would... I thought the Four Fiends would be more kind of like how they they brought the Final Fantasy XI bosses in, where, like, one's going to be a dungeon boss, probably, like, Cagnazzo or Scarmaglio, and then the other three are the trial fights. We'll see. 
We'll but see. I wouldn't I be opposed to that. I wouldn't be opposed yeah. to that. But I just think, like, lore-wise, you're kind of really cramming those four in there. True. You know, it's almost like you sat at a table and we're like, what the hell are we going to do for the trials? I know. Let's bring the four fiends back since we're doing that whole four thing anyway. I don't know. And I think they've been making such a big deal, like, with this expansion of things very being very Final Fantasy fourteen original, like with you know, with Pandemonium and the 24-person uh, raid series. I don't know. Uh, maybe I'm wrong. I'd love to see them at tri as trial fights. I'm not saying that wouldn't be amazing. Mm -hmm. But I think, unfortunately, they're going to be a nod in a dungeon and then and then on to, to other things. Because what do you do with them? Like, you're, obviously, we're not going to see Golbez, right? Uh, no, do any of you honestly think we're going to see Golbez? I know no. Tark, you no, and I would love I'd, to. I'd be giddy. I'd be giddy. <laughs> but we're Best not going to actually, ever. you know. So they, they're kind of going to be crammed in there and have no real, like their backstory and their future story doesn't matter. So where do you put the, something that their backstory and future story really doesn't matter and mesh with what you're doing? You make them a dungeon boss. I don't know. We'll see. Bad. It just makes me sad when they make things that I really would like to see a trial as a dungeon boss. Yojimbo. <laughs> yeah, Yojimbo was. Yojimbo broke my heart. Yojimbo yeah, broke was, my heart. Because you know they're never going to show up again because nope. they've already used it. Yeah, so they'll be it. like, we already did it. Except for the gold saucer. Yeah. I, I was happy the way they did Gilgamesh. So mm. that I yes. can live with. That I can live with. Yeah. Uh, some odds and ends here. Since I've got the B-roll slide up, we'll continue showing you, uh, ladies and gentlemen, some awesome stuff. Take a look at the, this Endwalker art. It took me a while to find a high-res version of this that I could zoom in on a little bit because the Scions obviously look amazing. Tataru getting to be front and center is awesome. Uh, but but who do we got up here has kind of been the, the buzz since FanFest. Who is this up here? Uh, <laughs> I've heard... Soya, I've heard Moonphilia. <laughs> I, I've heard. It's <laughs> pretty good. I hadn't heard the Moonphilia. You hadn't that's heard Moonphilia? Uh, uh, no, I didn't I either. Not. Yeah, but that's that's funny. Yeah, that's Moonphilia right there. Chronos, uh, you and I were kind of chatting just to get ready for the show behind the scenes because we hadn't touched base since two weeks ago, and uh, we're putting the show notes together. And you said you kind of have an idea of your own here. Who do you got? Yeah. I think it's Vanah. Ah. I think that's who that is. Um, yeah. Pretty confident in that. Uh, so Vanah is like Eidolon's like heart almost. Mm -hmm. And we never see, we, we know that, but we've never seen what they look like outside of like the flashbacks with like the ancients where they're just like the tall people in the black robes. Mm -hmm. um, and so um, I think that's who that is. I could be wrong. I'd say I'm, it's a fair guess. Yeah. That was my guess as well. Oh, uh, the Ferris, other come on, don't do that to me. Imagine if Golbez was something. Someone the ancients summoned, like the Quetzalcoatl summon. God, don't do that to me, man. In a dungeon, too? Oh, that would be awful. Yeah. It's weird that uh, the only person really missing from this art is Van Daniel. Yeah. So, yeah. found that kind of odd, too. Yeah, well, we said when we did the 5.5 content, we were like, Wow. Okay. Uh, Fan Daniel and Neo Bahamut were in the story, out of the story. Get the hell out. <laughs> it's just, you're done. Go. Move on. So I, will, will Fan Daniel pop up a little more? I would think so. Uh, but yeah, not in the, in the key art for this one. Uh, so you said you agree, Tark. Are we all of yeah. one mind on who this is? 
Pretty much. Uh, we got the heart of Zodiac, and he's dead and gone. Um, it's time to reveal the heart of Hydaelyn. This on, it, I honestly didn't think about that until like two days later, by the way. Like, upon first glance, I was like, I have no idea who this is. Like, when we were live, doing the live reactions, I was like, I don't know. And I'm not even going to make a guess because it'll sound stupid. Uh, I'll, it'll, I'll regret having made that guess later. And then, like, yeah, I should have. And then, a, like, a day or two later, I was like, oh my God, I know who I think that is. I know who that is. We'll see. Predictions sure to go wrong. <laughs> it's not like we haven't done those no. on this show. We also got a little peek at the theme behind the 24 person raid. Pandemonium, the eight person raid, was totally absent from the show. Totally absent. Uh, Kronos, you told me privately that you expected that. Uh, if I'm being honest, I didn't expect a ton of information on it or anything, but I didn't expect it to just basically be absent. It was I mean, mentioned in a recap yeah. in the keynote, and that was it. Yeah. So if you remember, like, when Eden got announced, right, literally all we had up until basically when the expansion dropped was, like, that little image with, like, the plant growing out of the ground. Little and that was it. Yep. That was, like, all we had. <laughs> Um, so, like, I really think that until the expansion drops, all we're going to have is that image of La Habrea. Pretty sure that's all we're going to get. Um, I'd like to see more. I mean, that's main, one of the main reasons I play the game, but I can wait. Myths you know? of the Realm does look pretty badass, though, on the 24-person front. Obviously, this is really all we have is this screenshot confirmation that it will be uh, that it, we had already gotten that it was going to be a Final Fantasy fourteen specific theme uh, 24 person and this does kind of Targoth point to the uh, <laughs> we're gonna savage raid a wedding yeah yeah we're gonna yeah, raid a wedding wedding, wedding <laughs> savage right here uh, well, well W4S uh, right here you can go in and check it out but no uh, obviously pointing towards like the 12 deities and kind of the history of of Hydaelyn and uh, Eorzea uh, I'm sorry Eorzea and it's gods and deities. You remember when you created characters, you picked a deity to follow. Uh, will that play into it and all? I don't know. I would like to no. see it too. It won't, but I would it's like not. to see it to uh, do it. It had very little to do in version one uh, when you're the deity you picked. It just changed where you went first on a quest for your ring. Um, but And some very like small stat changes. Yeah, like very, very small. Very minor. Very minor. Um, but... Eth is very happy with this one, Tark, when we talked to him on the show because of its implications to be used to wrap up side lore pieces that are still all, all over the uh, the Scions and the Hydaelyn vs. Zodiac storyline. And he really liked the idea of using the Myths of the Realm 24-person raid to kind of tie those up throughout the expansion since the primary story is going to be finished at the end of 6.0. Yeah, I agree. My first initial thought was, oh, cool, we're going to fight the 12. There's going to be 12 bosses and divvying them up for per raid. That'd be cool. Um, but then he dropped that little bit where, yeah, we'll use this to explore the, tie up the loose ends on the mysteries of yours. And I was like, oh, that's much better. I guess I like that a lot more. Um, maybe we'll fight one or two or three of the gods. But if this is an end in Silver Tier, explaining that mystery and why Midgar Summer was guarding it, I would be a little disappointed now. I don't know if we actually fight the gods. I don't, the more I think about it, I don't think we do. Like, I just can't think of a Probably reason not. that that really makes 
a lot of sense. So if we get to fight the gods, then there the the myth of the realm on you know do the gods exist? First off, uh, is well yes. Then clearly they exist. We're able to fight them. And why would the warrior of light need to beat these gods? Or could the warrior of light even beat a god? There's a big difference between in in the lore and everything between a a uh, an eidolon or a summon and a god. You know, why would we need to do that? Maybe I'm dead wrong here and we're going to fight all 12 and gods, is, you know, four, 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 I, whatever. And this is where story coming into 6.1, we have a new story. Maybe this ties into it. Um, but we won't know any of that until we get through, you know, our initial expansion push. So Right. right. What do you think, Kronos? You, you, you just said something interesting that, that kind of got my mind, like, working. Uh, what if they're not real? What yeah. if that's like... Yeah, that's one of the things I've thought about. Yeah. That's pretty cool. I actually like that. I hope they go with that. I like that idea. I mean, it is called I think that Myths. Would be pretty cool. Yeah. Myths of the Realm. Because, um, like, you know, there's a god named, like, Ozim, but we know, like, spoiler alert, that Ozim, the ancient, is like us. So, what if it's just, like, a bunch of made up stuff? Yeah. That would be interesting. That, would, that actually is more interesting than anything I thought this was, and now I'm more interested in it. Well, I'm glad I could um, help you. I'm glad I so could help I think you. that's pretty cool. <laughs> I'm glad I could I think help Silver you. Tier, I was hoping for something Silver Tier related too, but I, now I'm thinking Silver Tier might just be like covered in the main st story. Right. Because they have to wrap that up. So There's uh, a lot to wrap up. We mentioned it earlier, but we are getting a version of the Magus Sisters from 4. Uh, Yoshi P, you're right, did kind of like dance around exactly what role they'll play in all of this but obviously very inspired by one of the uh areas we'll be going to with the very colorful and we don't see them in like their insectoid their typical insectoid builds like maybe the they'll phase into that like who knows what's going to happen there they are kind of unique looking but still very magus sisters looking chronos i i very very much like this art yeah, yeah, I'm, I'm a fan. Uh, I just really hope that they use them. I, if they're just dungeon bosses, I'm going to be a little disappointed. I don't, like, I really want to trial, kind of like Tark said, too. Like, I, I think it would be really interesting. I Yeah, I would think that this would be a trial. And I think it would be... It would Honestly, it would be one of the more unique trials we've ever done, by the way. Because mm -hmm. you have a lot of potential to be one in there, another in there, another in there, totally different mechanics, then start doubling or tripling them up and stacking the different mechanics of each person. Could be very, very uniquely done. They have a Gilgamesh vibe, says Prismind. Uh, a little bit. I can see that. I mean, there are six arms. We need two more arms, but... <laughs> <laughs> Just add a couple insect wings. Uh, as far as little other a little odds and ends, yes, Oceana's getting a data center. Congratulations. Well-deserved. Well-deserved. Ishgard housing we knew was coming. Uh, so no, stop asking. You're not going to get to live on the moon. You're not going to get to... Yet. Yet. I will, I, you're never going to get to live on the moon. <laughs> watch never build, say never. Yeah, watch them. If enough people complain, apparently you can get male bunnies. So why not live on the moon, I guess. Uh, we've seen, um, you're not going to get at, at Razda Han, at, at Han either. Uh, not yet. Ishgard, Ishgard, Ishgard is next. We also saw tons of Final Fantasy 14 merchandise. The live letter was basically 30% QVC. We had a blast making fun wow. of that in the live reactions. 
uh, and I had to get Your out. Your QVC the, voice is, is perfect. <laughs> I know, I know. So Thank fan. you. Thank you. I don't. I made the comment of next up on the show, we show wherever we ship and put Final Fantasy on something, you fuckers will buy it. Uh, and that's basically what happened. Watches with a promotion with Citizen Watch for $400 watches, a light version and a dark version. They look sweet. I really want the dark version, but I cannot justify $400 for a watch right now because I just bought not too long ago a $400 watch. I love watches, guys. Are do do any of you wear does anybody besides me wear a watch anymore? I don't wear one, but if I bought a $400 one, you'd bet your ass I'd wear it. I, I have, keep one in my pocket. I <laughs> I love I love nice watches. I I don't know. I think you know nothing looks better when I'm in a suit, you know, or or I got a tie on, as as having a nice watch on, making sure that if it's a leather band, it matches my belt and matches my shoes. Like I'm a guy that knows how to dress, uh, and so I love watches. I collect nice watches. This is the the current one that I I wear most of the time. This is a smart watch. So, uh, and I like I like fossil. So I would 100%. If I didn't have other bills and wouldn't get murdered by my wife, would absolutely buy the dark watch. Absolutely buy it. It's fantastic. On the other hand, if I really wanted to get murdered, gentlemen, really get murdered, I could buy a $3,500 Fender slash Final Fantasy XIV crossover electric guitar, which looked gorgeous. Looked absolutely amazing. Yes. Very limited. In fact, when they showed the back, the serial number only had three digits and then confirmed that they're going to be a thousand. A thousand. Now, in mm-hmm. North America, our run doesn't happen till later this year, so you cannot, uh, you can't even pre-order it yet. The watches, I think they did. I think I got the email for that a day or two ago. Those did start pre-orders. Uh, but the Fender guitar here in the States, you can't even pre-order it till later this year, and they'll ship early next year. While I did think the QVC section went on a little long, Kronos, I do have to say that the watch and the Fender were very cool. Bards should be very happy because they're getting that Fender guitar in-game for their performance mode. And through the Gold Saucer, we'll all have the ability to use MGP to buy that guitar as a wall furnishing in our house. So pretty cool promotions. Maybe a little off the wall, but pretty cool. Yeah, I mean, they've done all the wall stuff all the time. If you do convince your wife to buy the thirty six hundred dollar guitar, though, you should let me know because I just want to come up there and hit the limit break button on it. Just drive, <laughs> drive on up. And... I just want to say that I've hit a limit break in real life. That's, yeah, if you don't know what we're talking goal. about because you didn't see this, so yes. the electric guitar has a tone dial, right? That you can change, alter the tone, uh, basically one through ten, uh, and and get a slightly different tone out of your notes. That in on this guitar is specially made to actually also be a button in addition to a spin dial. So if you push the button, in Sokin's words, the guitar goes blah. <laughs> That's Sokin's words. Uh, and they actually legitimately 100% called it the limit break button. The limit break button. It is badass. I love the corners, Tark, where you can shine, or if there's any light around, that you get the purple and blue crystal effect. And it's not the whole body. It's just the top in purple and the bottom opposite corner in blue. What a beautiful design. Beautiful design. 
I played guitar, I'd consider buying it. Oh, please. Don't. You don't play guitar and you're considering buying I don't. it. No, I'm not. I'm not. Considering the watch, absolutely the watch. That's yeah. Might be my Christmas Both gift gorgeous. to myself, but thirty five hundred bones. Thirty five hundred bones. I just have a that's 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 multiple mortgage Car. payments. <laughs> you know, Car. Like, yeah. Or marriage. Guitar <laughs> or marriage. Uh, <laughs> correct I'd, answer is I'd, marriage. I'd lose it in a divorce anyway. So <laughs> yeah, should, that would be immediately divorce. what she'd go I'd for. She'd be like, I don't want anything except the guitar. <laughs> I'm like, bah. No. <laughs> no. And she presses the button just as fight and goes, Bwah. <laughs> Well, gentlemen, the release date. The release date. November 23rd. <clears throat> early access, on, uh, access starting on November 19th for your pre-orders. Uh, the collector set, 200 bucks if you want to get one that has the actual game in it. 140 if you just want the physical collector's edition box uh, and all the physical goods because you're going to buy the game somewhere else on Steam, on the PlayStation Store, whatever your platform of choice. I don't think anybody was too surprised by the actual collector's edition cost. That's pretty standard. I thought for, and I think I made a prediction on the, the show, we were doing it live, that I thought this would be a little cheaper. Um, but yeah, it wasn't, And I, but I wasn't shocked. 200, but the shipping is more expensive than it's ever been though. More expensive. That's ouch. Yeah, it was like, what was it for you guys? It was like $42 for me. 35 oh, I, here. I don't get the physical ones. So. Oh, you don't get the physical goods at all? You don't care mm. about these? Those aren't I, uh, postcards, by the way. Those are full-size prints. I get yeah. the digital collector's edition. I pre-order that, and uh, that's enough for me. I mean, you can see them all right here. Yeah, they me. look cool. I actually do really... Of all the statues they've released, I really like this one a lot. Yeah, you can see all like, mine right there. A Realm Reborn, Heaven's Word, Stormblood, Shadowbreakers Collector my, Box. My in-room back here. And version one. Behind there, what what was the Shadowbringer statue actually? What was it? Dark Knight. Yeah, it was Dark Knight. Yeah. Okay, yeah. I like this one the most, I think, because like Stoneblood was Xenos, right? Yeah. And then Heavensward was just the Dragoon. Yeah. yeah the physical I, box, I, I by the way, is gone right now. He Heavensward was the uh, crappy little Midgar somewhere. Oh, is that what it was? Okay. Yeah. Uh, the the collector's edition physical goods they're gone. They were gone within a few hours. Now, you, you, I think you can still queue, or at least you could for a little while. Uh, in case they put more on there, but they were gone. And uh, luckily I got mine through and got the confirmation email because I know some people have you know, gotten it. Ferris is saying in chat, ordered it. Looks on, it's on the account, but not, never got the email confirmation. Uh, keep checking. And they did add the option to debit these early so you can wait. Or you can just have it debited now and get you know all your digital goods because you know, there are digital goods that come with this as well. Uh, what I do want to spend a minute here on though is the release date, gang. November 23rd, November 19th for all intents and purposes. I don't know anybody that doesn't mm -hmm. pre-order at this point, regardless of the version you get. Um, this, I'll be honest, Kronos was a little further than I thought. I mean, I didn't expect it next month or anything. We kind of uh, locked our predictions in a few uh, shows ago at around the September or maybe early October timeframe. This puts that a month and a half, almost two full months behind where we thought it would be. Uh, and yeah, I was, I was kind of shocked when that was the case. 
Yeah, I was a little surprised. I, I was thinking, like, the more I thought about it, probably, like, somewhere mid to late October was, like, where I thought for sure it would be. And when they said, like, late November, uh, that's kind of surprising. So, I mean, for me, what kind of sucks is, like, it's going to release the week of Thanksgiving officially, right? I mean, I'm going to be playing it early. Um, and then if everything works out how they always do it, the raid's going to be the week of Christmas. Which... Something you brought up on the live show, Tarky, we're mapping out Absolutely. raid tiers already. Uh, so my wow did it last yeah. december my hope is uh so they i mean there's been like some feedback that like the two weeks that people wait for the first raid tier like a lot of raiders don't really care that they do that i understand that they want to give people time to finish and they don't feel like they're behind but like the raiders that want a raid are going to be ready anyway so my hope is that they just release everything two weeks after they just drop the normal and the savage at the same time i don't know if they're going to do that but that's just my hope um because that has been feedback that they have said that they've been looking at yeah. um, before. So I'm hoping that that's something they're still looking at when it comes to this. Because otherwise, yeah, release on Christmas, like, it's going to be kind of rough for some raid groups. So. But like I said, World of Warcraft literally just did that this, mm -hmm. uh, this past December with Shadowbringers and the Mythic raiding dropping the week before Christmas. And I heard it wasn't good there either. Yeah, it wasn't great. I mean, I'm not a Mythic raider, so I didn't care. Uh, but for those that are, I definitely yeah. care on this side because this is actually content I do. Like, it's not <laughs> Savage Ultimate Extreme Plus 7 raid. And I'm like, yeah, I'm not going to do that. Savages? Yeah, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to go and do those. Maybe not at progression speeds because I play a little more casually than that, but I am doing it when the content comes out. Um, <laughs> so I don't, that, I'd kind of, uh, Shadowbringers, uh, I meant uh, Shadowlands, sorry. Um, yeah, that was dumb too. Both of them naming these expansions Shadow <laughs> <laughs> and World of Warcraft. You yeah, had definitely. time. You had time to change that. Um, yeah. yeah. So a little later than we anticipated. Uh, I kind of don't like it because we also on the five point five front. Tark found out we already knew, but we found out that's going to release May twenty fifth, which effectively leaves six months uh, to of nothing. You know content wise the, yeah. yeah we're gonna get a few events there but we know we saw on the calendar that they showed us that the halloween event isn't there now does that because they ran out of room on the slide or because they're not gonna do it Maybe. again this year like they didn't do it last year i don't know but we will have a couple events but nothing new uh, content wise to do for six months in a game that People are pretty ingrained in their head that at the three and a half, four month mark, I have new stuff. No matter what time of year it is, at the three and a half to four month mark, I have new stuff. Now extending that out to six. Yeah, it's it's rough. And I mean, I have a lot of stuff to do, a lot of, to catch up on. So I'm going to be focused on that. But yeah, there's nothing new. It's just going to be... Maybe this is that time where Yoshi P says, hey, unsubscribe, come back, you know, when there's more stuff. So take advantage of that, maybe. I don't know. But I'm not one that does that. But I mean, I have a ton of stuff to do. So this is definitely like first world problem material, right? Yeah. I mean, yeah. absolutely. There's <laughs> a, a ton in this game. Yeah. And there's I have so much game. stuff to do in 900 other games right now that I'm not really worried mm -hmm. about it personally. I'm not going to unsub, but if I don't play for a week, I'm not going to feel bad. You know, it's like yeah. I'm not under the gun anywhere. 
on the other 5.5 front, the near epilogue is coming. So we'll have additional few quests to kind of finish up the, the near raid series. Triple Triad Collection Reward was teased again, but not shown. So we have no idea what it is yet. More Save the Queen. So your, uh, your Save the Queen stuff, Kronos, you're basically getting the Final Fantasy XI merit system uh, to, to further progress. Uh, all in all, pretty decent uh, fan fest. Any other pieces uh, that you gentlemen think we, we should have brought up or you have a thought on that you want to get out there? We'll start with you, Tark. The only other thing about the release date um, is that also pushes the next Ultimate to next April, potentially. So that's that feels bad, man. Kronos. Yeah, I was I mean, even if it wasn't April, it would have been like March. But yeah, it does kind of suck. Uh, they didn't show anything for that either. I would have liked to have seen something, but that that's obviously pretty far away. I don't really have anything else much more to add. Um, I'm looking forward to play playing 5.5 next week. Yep. Um, even though there's yep. not a ton of stuff like the the Save the Queen stuff, I've, I've been keeping up with that stuff. So that'll give me a fair amount to do. I'm not going to do like every relic or anything, but um, I'll probably be taking a break at some point and playing some other games yeah, for sure. Absolutely. Absolutely. And it's nice to have that. And you know what? I got to respect Yoshi P for always saying that too. Like it would be fine if we said it, you know, guys, this is a great time for you to maybe unsub for a month or two. Uh, you know, two months from now when you don't have anything to do. You're done with what you want to have done for before 6.0 launch. But you got to respect when producer, director of the game is like, hey, there might be times that you don't want to sub, and that's okay. When we put out more stuff, we hope we earn your sub back. And he said that publicly multiple times. You yep. know, go play other stuff. That's fine. Um, so... I do have a few quick new uh, uh, news hits for you from Square Enix. We're running a little over, so I didn't put a lot here for you, but I didn't want it to be 100% Final Fantasy uh, 14, even though it was FanFest, so I'd be totally justified. And it's my damn show. Stop judging me. <laughs> Outriders, gentlemen, passed three and a half million unique players in its first month. Square Enix released a press release saying as such at the same time that content producers are putting up videos labeled outriders lost 92 percent of its pc player base over the last month granted outriders is having its challenges <laughs> it is still absolutely having its challenges and there are some grinding stuff things that i'm finding now that i'm like i don't i don't like this <laughs> it's a single player basically game why am i doing this so there are challenges it has lost players for sure technical challenges with the d damage distribution that they still can't kind of figure out why oh, it's still happening things people getting one-shotted by shit they shouldn't get one-shotted by so anyway three and a half million unique players in its first month and i took this quote because it was actually the sub headline in the press release and i wanted to get your gentleman's thought on it chronos from directly from the press release they said New IP poised to be the company's next big franchise. Those are bold words. Uh, yeah. I mean, I'll I'll say I really enjoyed the game, and I would buy a a second one if they release it. So, I mean, I hope it is something they pursue. But and I'm glad that maybe they feel this way because I mean, I feel like even through all the issues it had, I felt like it was successful. Um, and I do feel like people are. I mean. Like you said, it's a single player game, so it's gonna kinda and there's really no like they're not really like it's not a live service, right? Yeah. So they're not constant. So yeah, people are gonna right. finish it and stop playing. Like I burnt myself out on it. I basically like 
with for the class that I played, I got like one of the best builds I could get. I was nuking the hardest content in the game, and I was like, all right, I think I'm done for a while. Yeah. Um. So, I think it was great. Uh, I'm glad they feel this way because I'd love to see a second one. So. It is bold to hear Square Enix say one of our next big IPs, though. It is. It is a bold statement. I think it's awesome that Kronos has gone from this. This doesn't interest me. It's not on my radar. Too. <laughs> I hope I, I burnt myself out on it. Man. You're welcome, Square. So we got you that fifty bucks. <laughs> yep. <laughs> We're gonna split that, right? Yeah, we earned Square that fifty bucks. Send the yeah, check. You, you, tell me, tell me how that works out for you. Yeah. <laughs> Go ahead, email Square. Yeah. We're we'll... going out now. Um, <laughs> I had to stop playing it because I was one of the recipients of those numerous bugs where I, minions were two-shotting me. It was just, it was stupid. Um, you know, unequip gear, re-equip it, and then the, it comes back and you get two-shot by minions again. It was just, I, I just couldn't play anymore. So I put it down. Um, I'm not sure. I haven't gone through any patch notes to see if it's been fixed or not, but um, they're, if they've they tried implementing all... fixes. There's, it's gotcha. still, they're still having the bug. Okay. Once they get that fixed, I, I would love to pick it back up and play, but I just that kind of stuff just drives me insane when you're getting killed when you shouldn't be. On other Square Enix news, uh, Shinji Hashimoto, a brand director for Final Fantasy, the franchise itself, Square Enix's Final Fantasy brand, uh, been there for over ten years in that position. Obviously, directed a bunch of bunch of classic stuff and some newer stuff too, and produced a Final Fantasy VII remake. Stepping down uh, as the brand manager, but but you all know the name Yoshinori Katasi stepping in as the new brand. I think I think we have passed it off to good hands, Kronos. I think we're okay here. Yeah, I'm, I'm good with it. Yeah, if it means like I can get give me Final Fantasy VII Remake Part Two, please. Yes, I'm please. fine. I'm fine yeah. with this. <laughs> Uh, and if you are looking for more Final Fantasy VII information, we're not going to cover it or show a bunch of B-roll for it on this show, but there is available uh, a, a whole new image showcase that was just dropped a couple of days ago by Square Enix uh, for all kinds of the Final Fantasy VII Remake Intergrade uh, stuff So and some more Yuffie stuff. If you're looking for that, the final trailer for the Yuffie content was released. I do want to say one of these new screenshots has a very, very badass Ramu in it. Uh, and that I'm a big fan of. That I'm a I love Rama. He he looks badass. Me too. Absolutely. Me too. Let's go do love it or leave it. <laughs> Poor Faye. We got her starting half an hour late. Half an hour late. All right, gentlemen. This is love it or leave it. For you viewers at home or listening on Spotify or on YouTube, head on over to readycheckradio.com. Follow all the socials in the upper right. And while you're there, comment. On love it or leave it. I'm going to give you one thing, a Square Enix thing. Could be a game, could be a feature in a game, could be something they've done in the press, a bad decision, a good decision, whatever the hell it is. And I'm going to give it to you, and all three of us will tell you whether you love it, you want more of it, or leave it, get rid of it, don't want to see it again. And for this one, gentlemen, this could be a little challenging. I want to know how you feel about digital fan fests. Not this particular fan fest. I'm not asking you the rate it or throw it out or anything but the idea of now that you have seen what a digital fan fest would look like for square enix versus the in live stuff digital fan fest love it or leave it tark this is so tough because i know I've i told never, you i got you 
been to a convention like this before. I've only seen them online or articles after the fact. So I'm going to have to say love it because this is all I've known. And this was supposed to be my first in-person fan fest, but COVID is a bastard and I hate it. That's a love it. What do you got, Kronos? This was also supposed to be my first in-person fan fest. Um, so I guess let me clarify one thing. If I say that I love it, does that mean that I don't like the in-person ones? Because like I don't. I'm asking like you for love it, and you want more of so it, or leave I, it. I, all right, I, I'm gonna go with love it because I love the fact that it exists, and, and they were able to like succeed in doing it. And I'd like to see for the people that can't attend, there's at least partial digital stuff going forward. So I'm gonna go with love it too. Then I'm gonna go with leave it. Um, I didn't, uh, that's not to say that I didn't enjoy watching the presentations, that I didn't enjoy the information. Like they did a tremendous job taking nothing away from them. The quality was great. I enjoyed it. I had fun. All that disclaimer aside, I don't like digital fan fests. I don't mind watching a digital version of a live fan fest if I can't be there live. I even put that in a separate category. These COVID no audience pipe sound in applause fan fests i gotta leave it i gotta leave it i would much rather have these live but if i even if i can't make it i'll watch the broadcast of the live events that's taking nothing away from what square enix did this year and what blizzard did with its blizzcon line and everything took tremendous amounts of work they were all high quality they were all fun but i'm gonna go more with what you were you you were scared of chronos uh, I would rather have these things be live to the point that I'm willing to say leave the digital fan fests. Yeah, I mean the way you put it, honestly, like I'll, yeah. I'll change, I'm gonna change mine then, because like <laughs> the way you put it, that's kind of how I feel too. Like if if we're talking like purely digital, no nobody's there, then yeah, I'm a, I'm leaving it like that. I mean, like the fact that they were able to put on a concert, I props to those Square Enix employees for making that yeah. look like there was like a crowd there. But I'll always prefer the crowd. I mean. You know, obviously they couldn't do that for COVID. So yeah, then I, I'm going to change my answer because of what you said. Like I, I'm going to say leave it because like I feel the same way you do. Okay, so you you thought that by saying digital fan fest, I was saying live or bust, nothing else. Right. No, right. No, no, yeah, no, no. I was okay. in that same. Uh, then same I should have. That's too, my so fault. I'm I should have clarified a little bit that I was referring to digital fan fests that were billed as a digital fan fest, not a okay. digital watching yeah. of a live fan fest. That's different. Gotcha, gotcha. Yeah, that's kind of how I took it. All right, so yeah. we go from two love it's and one leave it to three leave it's. All yeah, right, I'm giving it all. <laughs> Maybe I should word them a little better. Uh, we'll be back next Thursday at 7 p.m. Eastern with another episode of The Relic Grind here on twitch.tv slash readycheckradio, R-A-I-D-E-O. But chat, you're watching live now. Don't go anywhere because right after the show, we'll be coming up with Miss Faye Death, the My Little Pony herself. <laughs> Yes. Tark makes a beautiful pony. He does. He does. I'm sorry. He I'm pulled sorry. It off I took nicely. it away from you. He pulled Good. it off nicely. It. So you're going live after the show. What are you streaming tonight? Oh, tonight we are back with Diablo 3, but with special guest star Yod Ooh. from Ready Check Radio's Game resident Diablo. artist. Mm-hmm. Very yeah, cool. So we'll have a good time. Uh, expect far more shit talking and uh, good times. <laughs> well, that's always the case us. in Diablo 3 anyway. Even exactly, if you're not talking precisely. to anybody, you shit talk to people that run yeah, by absolutely. you. Absolutely. <laughs> 
That's absolutely Get out of here. It's what we do. <laughs> Get out of here. Well, chat, hang on tight after that. Right after we wrap up here, we'll go dark for 20 seconds to relabel Twitch for Faye, and she'll be right back with Diablo 3. Speaking of being back, we'll be back next week. Until then, Kronos, where can everybody find you? Dude, I, I love shit talking. It's awesome. <laughs> uh, yeah, so I do that plenty of on Twitter. So uh, yeah, Twitter's below. Yeah, uh, nice I'm going to need a game to play for the next six months so you can uh, can tweet me and tell me what to play. <laughs> so Fair enough. Tarkov. My little pony dabs. <laughs> you can find me at Twitch and Twitter at Tarkov Gaming. And I love you all. Fest was awesome. I'm Mike Byrne. You can follow me right there at Magic Man One, but more importantly, follow at RC Radio on Twitter so that we can tweet at you every time we've got one of our three podcasts going live or any one of our much appreciated volunteer streamers is headed out into the game world. Until next time, gang, stay safe, and we'll see you on the servers. Later. <laughs>